Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi mom, how's it going? Hi Ellen, it's going really well. <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to talk about Marion's Christmas Wish by Carla Kelly, and an instance in historical romances where we are fine with some historical inaccuracies. But first, mom, what have you been reading? Well, before I read Marion's Christmas, I read, um, gosh... Dang, I'm not going to remember anything. Um, the Scott Betts' Wife the by Kerrigan Byrne. That one. I read The Scott Betts' Wife. The Duke of Desire and by the Duke. I'm glad that you keep track of everything that I read for me. Because <laughs> I never would remember all the same. The problem with romance novels, especially historical romances, is all the names are like one exactly word apart from each other. All, they all have a duke or an earl. or In fact, I, I think we've talked about this before, but I was talking to some authors and they were saying that it's been like proven that historical romances with a duke or an earl or something or other in the title with some kind of a yeah like sell better and i'm like why though that makes no sense to me it's hokey to me personally yeah you know me yeah you're so cool and hip (laughs) true Uh, we should also say, Mom and I are like sitting across from each other right Looking now. Looking into each other's eyes <laughs> it's lovingly. A little, it's a little weird actually doing this like <laughs> with each other. Yeah, Does it feel it weird, weird to you? I can reach out and smack you anytime I want. <laughs> Which will be most of the time, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm currently home for Christmas. Also, this is going to be uploaded probably at least a day late. <laughs> Um, because, you know, we were supposed to upload on Christmas Day, but things got busy, apparently. There were naps to take. There were naps to take, <laughs> presents to open, food to eat. It was, it was crazy. And then, you know, some family to associate with, but boring. Family. <laughs> La-di-da. Um, okay, so I didn't think that I had read much, but then when I went back and, like, looked at my Goodreads log, I was like, oh, wow, I've actually read a fair bit this past couple weeks. Um, so I read the sequel, well, not the sequel, but like the follow-up book on The Trouble with Mistletoe, which was the one that was about her co-worker, Rory, driving home for Christmas. It's just a novella. Novella, yeah. Um, but it was cute, and um, they were cute together, and, you know, there was some, like, truck sex, which was fun. Oh. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't love truck sex? <laughs> It sounds like the name for a certain kind of sex, not just <laughs> sex that takes place in a truck. <laughs> That's specifically what it was. Um, and then I read Attachments by Rainbow Rowell, um, which I loved. It's a very interesting and different uh, type of romance, but I really liked it a lot. Um, I also read The Scott Betts' Wife by Kerrigan Byrne. In fact, Mom and I were reading it at the same time on her same Kindle account. And it's tricky. And it was throwing things off a little bit. But... Do you want to go to your latest spot? No. no stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I read faster than mom, so. Um, and then Christmas in Snowflake Canyon by Rayanne Thane was a book that we read for a book club that I'm part of where I live. Um, and I actually didn't hate it, but everybody else in the book club seemed to hate it. Um, it was a very clean romance, which I didn't know heading into it. And so... Um, they would like kind of get in moments where I'm like, they would get, Steve, shut up. They would get into moments where I'm like, oh, they're, they're going to hit it. But then they didn't. 
Um, so it was just interesting because <laughs> it's been a while since I've read, read a book without sex. <laughs> well, the one we read for today was thankfully that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mom and I have some thoughts on the book. Um, and then I'm currently reading, um, Beautiful Lawman by Sophie Jordan, which is the fourth book in her Devil's Rock series, um, which all takes place at a prison. I feel like I've talked to you about this series before. I'm pretty sure you have. Um, actually, but this one doesn't take place at a prison. It's the, um, the cop and the sister mm. of a convict that's currently in prison. And so far, it's pretty good. Um, I'm only like six chapter- chapters in, though, so we'll, we'll, I'll give a follow-up probably next time. Um, so today, we are going to be talking about Marion's Christmas Wish. Christmas Wish by... That's a, that's a mouthful. Marion's Christmas Wish. Wish by Carla Kelly. It's a standalone book, and from what I can tell, it's actually, like, standalone. Yeah, they didn't mention anyone else. That- yeah, I mean, there was some, like... I think his sister, like, maybe could possibly have her own... But she was quite a bit older than him. Yeah, so. and her husband was kind of a douche. Yeah. So... Douches don't usually get their own books. Um, but anyway, from, uh, it's, so it's not one of those, it's like actually connected to eight books when it says it's standalone. Um, so the back cover description of this one reads, Miss Marion Winswich is a rather unconventional, unconventional young lady. She plays chess, reads Greek, and is as educated as any young man. And she's certain falling in love is a ridiculous endeavor and vows never to do such a thing. But everything changes when she receives a Christmas visit from someone unexpected, a young and handsome English lord. Um, so that's the entire description. But So to fill in some holes that this description has, um, Marion lives with her family in Devon, but because of some reckless spending from her now passed on father, they are on the verge of losing their home. Her brother brings home some eligible men at Christmas, as all brothers should. Yeah. Mine are really failing yeah, in that department. They really, yeah. Where are their friends? <laughs> well, if you think your brother's friends, you're probably better. Yeah, off. that's true. <laughs> um, but so there's one portly gentleman who has designs on her sister, and one who has sworn off marriage, and we all know how that always goes. Um, his name is Gilbert Collinwood. Uh, or Lord Ingram, uh, Marion makes a Christmas wish on the Christmas pudding that he will have a good Christmas and a series of events take place that lead to just that. Well, it's and everybody else's Christmas wish also comes into play. Yes. But, okay, well, we'll get to that. So, what were your thoughts, Mom? <laughs> Should I start right off with what I really didn't like about this <laughs> yeah, book? Yeah, we were both Well, on. first of all, I liked it. I liked her as a character. Yeah. I thought she was funny. I thought they were fun together. Yeah. I liked how they kept tricking each other, you know, teasing each other and... Yeah. Um, there were lots of things about the book I really liked, but there was a big elephant in the room with this because yeah. I had a huge problem with the fact, okay, he's 28, yeah. which is a respectable, you And know. even, like, young in, like, terms of a lot of historical romances. Exactly. Yeah. Because if it were any different, I really probably would have just not read it. Yeah. She is 16. Yeah. I had a huge problem. I had a hard time getting over the fact that she was, and what? I and I kept thinking, well, maybe it's going to start out this way, and then like a few years later, he'll come back and they reignite their, you know, no. or something. But no, he straight on marries her when she's sixteen, and um, I don't know, I just couldn't 
I had a hard time getting over that. Yeah, it's a it's a big. <laughs> I don't know. It was, and my problem was like I was willing to just be like, okay, I'm just gonna pr- pretend she's 20 <laughs> and just move past this. But my big issue was he like infantilized her the entire book. Like he's always calling her brat and like little something like some. Well, and little endearment. They keep bringing up the fact she's really young, and like his brother-in-law was teasing him about her being young, and it's like, dude, she's a child. Yeah, she hadn't come out yet. Yeah, and like wasn't even at the age where they do come out right. yet. It's not even like she was poor and didn't have the money to come out. It was, and she- there's no reason. Plus, this was written like it's not an old book. It was written recently no, in 2011, and um. I don't know, I just really had a hard time with that. And um, uh, I had another great point that I was going to make. I bet. <laughs> um, oh, there's no reason why she couldn't have been 18. Yeah, that's that was my thing. Is, you know, she could still have been, you know, because I realize a big part of her character is that she's a little, you know, slightly juvenile and slightly naive um, and doesn't know a lot, but she could easily be 18 and be all of those things still. I mean, hate to break it to you 18 year olds, but they're still very juvenile. And well, and she could have not come out yet because of where her family lives and yeah. that they don't have any money. And they're very sequestered, like in the country. And right. She and could... we probably ought to point out the whole, a big, huge point of the book is that their father had died shortly after the Christmas before. So they'd yeah. been in mourning all that year. Yeah. And so for Christmas, they had put away their mourning stuff and were yeah. trying to kind of get over it. Yeah. And um, so that was kind of a big, you know, point in the book. And um, But this whole thing about her being 16 was just really, I mean, a 28-year-old and a 16-year-old, I can't, I can't get behind that. Yeah. I, um, yeah. It was a big, it was a big thing for me too. And if, and if it wasn't such a big thing, like in the story, I could have just overlooked it and been fine, but they kept bringing it up and it was like a thing in the story. So it was just frustrating. Well, and luckily, 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 luckily there was no sex in the book. Cause if that had gone down, I would have just had to close the book yeah. or shut my Kindle, so yeah. to speak. But, um, yeah, luckily there was no sex. Because if there had been sex, I really couldn't have gotten behind that. However, he does marry her while she's 16. Yeah. So there is sex that took place. And, like, he even, like, there's some part in the book where it's like, society be damned, we're gonna do this. And it's like, There are rules for a reason, dude. Yeah. I mean, even back then when it was okay, they were thinking it was, she was too young. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I know. Um... Yeah, that was, it's, that's a big, and the thing, I think the thing that's the most frustrating about that is, like you said, like, I liked everything else about this book. I thought it was cute. Like, it's a sweet little Christmas romance. They're very cute together, except for his whole, like, it really bugged me the way he would, like, talk to her sometimes. Well, it was just, he was just teasing with her, but, yeah, but it was, like, teasing like you would with a child. Yeah, yeah. And he's in love with her yeah. and wants to marry her. <laughs> and do other things, I'm assuming, with yeah. her. Yeah. And she's a child. Yeah. And, um, yeah, because even if, because he's 28, she's 16, even if in the book 
She was 18 and he, he was, was 30. 30. That would have been... I would have been okay with that. Yeah. Because I've read books like that before already. Yeah, yeah. I've even read, you know, like 35 and like 18 or 19 years old. Yeah. Which I have issues with that. But um, there was no reason that she had to be 16. Yeah. It was really young. Um, But yeah, I thought they were cute. I thought they were fun together. I thought the story was, you know, I did too. And it was, um, I liked the Chris, you know, the whole thing about the Christmas wishes and the Christmas pudding, which was like, I kind of knew that they did that, but like seeing it described was kind of fun. And I liked her, you know, saving her sister from a horrible marriage and, and, um, just all of it and how they would, you know, play around and trick people and had their little pranks that they played on each other and. The family felt very real to me. Like, I thought that it felt like a real family. You've got kind of the older, you know, starched brother who... Um, Especially with the dad gone, has had to take over. Yeah, and he's got a lot of responsibility because now he, their, their family's, like, in debt that he did not cause, and he's got to take care of all that. And then you've got kind of the older sister who feels, like, a sense of responsibility. But then you have kind of, like, the younger well, siblings. Well, she's kind of a Jane-esque character where yeah, she's very sweet and very and uh, standoffish and, um, you know, kind of keeps to herself. She's kind of shy and quiet. But mm-hmm. um, And then she's got, yeah, very, you know... Kind of a Lizzie-esque character. Yeah. Where she's bound and determined and she doesn't care what other people think and she's very educated and she knows Greek and all these things and, and, um, and she's funny and I mean, I really liked her as a character, but freaking make her 18 for heaven's sake. (laughs) And I liked the kind of like rascally young brother who keeps getting kicked out of schools and stuff like that and... Uh, the hero kind of takes some responsibility for getting him straightened out, which I thought was cute. That was cute. Um, and I totally knew because they're, you know, in danger of losing their house. And I was like, he's going to buy this house he's for gonna, them. He's Come on. Gonna. Well, also the fact that she just falls head over heels in love with this guy. And it's like, you know, 16-year-old, you'd be married to, you know, Leo from Titanic. <laughs> Um, I was way over Leo by then. Thank you very much. It was hard for you to keep up. <laughs> All the men in your life, Ellen. All the not imaginary men, but imaginary relationships with real men. You had a Prince William thing there for a while too. That was when I was like ten. Oh, sorry. Okay. So sorry. <laughs> Jeez, mom. Okay. Um, but sixteen-year-olds, you can't fall in love at sixteen and think this is the man I want to be with for the rest of my life. I mean, I even got married young, like really young and fast. Yeah, she, might, she did. That might be a story for another time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, and I didn't even have to. But, um, <laughs> but uh, this is just crazy. 16. Ooh. Yeah, it was, yeah. And it would, yeah, okay. We're going to talk about, we're going to address some of this a little bit later too. So we'll move past, can we move past the age thing? Are yes, you? we can. Okay. Um, Other than that though, I really like the book. Yeah, the pacing, okay, let me ask you if you felt this way. The pacing felt a little, um, almost like episodic or vignette to me. Like there was just, you know, the... This thing happened? This then thing, this thing happened? Yeah. It was very compartmentalized. Yeah, and I couldn't tell if that was just the way that I was reading it where it's like I'd put it down, pick it up, put it, you know, in between all of those kind of scenes. But it felt very like, um, okay, we're going to have this episode where we get rid of the portly 
gentleman suitor and now we're going to have this episode where we're drugging him and getting him to bath and then we're going to have this episode where she's shopping with his mom and it, i don't know it just felt it it did because at various points i kept thinking this could be the end of the book yeah it's like as long as they you know admit yeah. their feelings for each other before then so then. it was not like other books where you read it and all these things are going on and then it all kind of comes to an end at the end of the book. Yeah. Because like there was together. There was this thing going on and it ended. Then this thing went on yeah. and it ended. Then this thing went on and it ended. Which I'm not like hard set against, but it was kind of an adjustment right. in terms of like my brain. Um, but yeah, so... And it wasn't, it was only a 300 page book, so it wasn't like a crazy long read. Yeah, and it was... Fairly, I mean, I think yeah. it took both of us a while to get through it for because various we reasons. we had other stuff going on. Yeah, but... <laughs> but um, okay, so here are some of my questions. Okay. So, how much... She was too young. <laughs> hey, how do you feel... <laughs> First question, how do you feel about the age? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, question number one. <laughs> how much do spelling and grammar errors take you oh out my of? Because this one had a lot. Like There a are lot, some books that I've read and I just thought... Oh my god! I mean, so, and I think sometimes it's a Kindle thing. Like, yeah, I think sometimes in the transition from like uh, print to ebook, they don't make they don't make changes that they need to formatting wise and things like that. Um, but yeah, and the um, but there are some, I think maybe Walla Winnipeg when we read that one, I had a lot of it. There was some books that we've read that I'm just like. Uh, I mean, really, it yeah. really grates on me. And I'm not sure if it's like an editor thing or, like I said, if it's a Kindle thing. But some of them... I'm just going to say, because I don't think I'm going to be able to edit this out. My dog is in the room with us and he keeps growling and making noise. So I'm just going to so forgive us. apologize for that. for that. It's my very needy dog who couldn't be trusted to be it's outside. A comfort the... animal. <laughs> That's how he flies home. <laughs> he couldn't be trusted to stand outside my door and not scratch at it. So he's in here making noise with us. Yay. Yay. Tell us what you think of the book, Steve. Yeah. Did you think she was too young? Yeah. Um... <laughs> He does. That's why he's growling. <laughs> he agrees. Um, yes. Anytime it's in a book, it really bugs me because I'm a grammar Nazi. Yeah. Because I'm a teacher, so. And I'm an English major, which doesn't have anything to do with what I'm doing now, but for work. <laughs> but it's still, and I'm always like, they need me to freaking copy edit these books. Oh. Like, the, this is, this one was really bad. Like, there was a lot of... And there were some that I think were, like, um, just because, like, at the time, they wouldn't capitalize that. Like, I think there right. was some that were that. But, like, there were some instances where England was not capitalized. And it wasn't even, like, it was at the beginning of a sentence. And so... Or, like, at the beginning of a paragraph or anything where, like, I would think formatting would throw it off. But I, there was a lot in this one that I noticed. Well, and... um there was a lot of, uh, and I know this is a Kindle thing because I have to have my print really big, and yes. so it divides the words up weird. Oh. And so like it'll divide it not at a, at a syllable change, and I'm like, mm, if I've been pronouncing it wrong all this time, <laughs> does it gonna, usually do that? Does are it, you gonna separate it between the T and the H when it's a sound? <laughs> does it usually divide it by syllable sounds? Yeah. Like when it when oh. you divide a word? Come well, on, English major. No, I know, but I didn't realize that the kindle would do that oh i don't know 
and a lot of times they just don't divide words, so you get sentences that only yeah. have like two words in a sentence in yeah. a line. But a lot of that's my fault because I have to make my print big. Yeah, she I don't has know if you her have, print if I've like ginormous. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this. Meanwhile, I old. like to make it as small as possible so that I don't have to turn the page very often because I'm lazy. And um, well, turning the page a lot helps keep me awake while I'm reading too. That's so. true. <laughs> and you need help with that. Um, okay, so this book had a style that felt very true to the time period. It did. Does that take you out or put you more in? No, I liked it. I liked the used phrases that yeah. were very old-fashioned, I think. Yeah. And um, I thought it was fun. I thought it it's like, oh, I've never heard that phrase before. But yeah. I'm sure it's very true to the time. And so yeah. um, I really liked that aspect of and it. And the dialogue felt like, you know... Um, we've talked about this before, like how realistic we want, you know, um, but I, I think it felt very like authentic to the time period. Um, and yeah, like, I don't know that that's what I always want to read, but, or even what I always want to read in my historicals, but, um, I thought it was fun and it was cute. It was cute, especially when they would, you know, the brothers and sisters interacting. And so there were some phrases that they used that. You know, you can tell weren't hoity-toity phrases um, that the nobility would use, but more, you know, lower class phrases that, you know, yeah. kind of, um, what's the word I want? Um, uh, like slang kind of lingo. Yeah. Slang of that time. Um, yeah, I thought, I, I liked it. I thought it was a nice, a nice break. Um, how did you feel about the level of miscommunication in this novel? There's a bit towards the end when he is involved in an act of espionage. This is the the final episode of of the book. Um, and is involved in a fake engagement. He kind Marion is, you know, pretty heartbroken about this, but he seemed, in my mind, because this is all from her perspective, right? This book. Um, and in my mind, so like, we're only getting her side. I felt like, I got pretty quickly what was going on and pretty readily, like right. pretty much when he said, cause he sends her a letter. He's like, Just something's about me. to happen. Trust me that everything's fine. All he says is trust me. Okay. But it could have been, he could have been a little more. Yeah. I don't know. I just, and like, because we knew that he was involved in like government stuff and he says it's kind of dangerous sometimes. And you know, there was things that he had said that I was like, Okay, obviously this is like a job, and he's involved in something right now that right. is work related. Yeah, and but she is just like, my life is over. over. I'm gonna cry for days. Yeah, I don't know. I just like that was the part like miscommunication wise that bugged me because I was just like, no, come on, like this seems pretty obvious. Like what's well, going and on? when you write, just trust me on a note. Trust you that, um, you know, it could mean anything. You know, I'm going to get married to this lady. Just trust me that your family yeah, will be taken care of. True. Trust me that, you know, your brother still gets to go to school. I mean, trust me could just mean anything. And I guess we're, you know, entering from the perspective of we're reading a romance novel. So it's like things are going to work out. But but he could have given her a little more information in the note. Yeah. Like, I have to get engaged, but trust me, everything will work out okay. You know, yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Um, so being not completely familiar with England, do you ever feel like you're missing out on a sense of place? They talk about Devon a bit in this book and they make a lot of jokes about like, oh, it's freezing here. 
Um, and later they go to Bath, where we have actually been, and I was much more invested in Bath as a location, and I think that's just because we've been there. So do you think there is something to that? Do you think, like, we miss out on anything locale-wise because we haven't... Well, whenever whenever they travel in these books... It never ceases to amaze me that sometimes they'll be going from London to someplace, and it's not even like Scotland or anything. They're still in England, mm-hmm. but it's taken them like a week and a half to get there. Yeah. And then other times, oh, we travel a day, and now we're in Bath. And um, I, I don't know. I don't... Like their scale of reference is not always like yeah. on point. <laughs> and if this place, Devon, and I'm sure that this could all be completely accurate. I don't know. And I don't know about traveling back then and, and those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but if they came from a place where it's really cold and really snowy and it's known for being really crappy weather. And then they are going to Bath because Bath is very South England. Mm-hmm. Um, but they only travel a day. So I don't know. I don't know. Just... It's and it's not just this book, it's like all the books, the inconsistencies yeah. kind of throw me off. I mean it's not that big of a country. It's so. not. I mean we like traveled the span of it in a day, I think. We had a car, which yeah. is different than a yeah, carriage. I know, I realize that, but But some of these books, you know, they travel for days and days and like they're still in England and I'm like, gosh, let's you know, are we not there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> You're good, yeah. Um yeah, that's a good point. I because uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, that seems a little strange. Um, I think it's whatever's going to aid the story. They I, either like... I'm sure that that's it. ...verge on the side of uh, quicker than they should or slower than they should. Because I think the slower than they should is because they're... They need to fall in love in the span of the time. Yes. Before they get <laughs> By the span of the time that they're on a carriage. Um, yeah. I just like... Um, I don't know. Because... Part of me is like, oh, I want to go to all these places now just so I can know, like, you know. Well, they have these things on the internet. They're called maps. What? And you can look them up. Weird, right? <laughs> but, like, pictures and stuff. Like, when they're talking about the Royal Crescent, like, we've been there. Been and there. so I was like, oh, oh. And, but maybe that's just how I am. Well, and, and like, when we went to England, Ellen made me go to all these places. This is before I was reading romances, <laughs> yeah. and we've talked about this before. Yeah. But um, she made, took me to all these places that I had to go see because Ellen had read about them in her romance novels. <laughs> I made her go to Hyde Park and walk we, the serpentine. Yep. <laughs> and we went to the church where they go in romancing Mr. Bridgerton, yes. even though mom didn't know what it was. I didn't know anything about it. Um, anyway, so, okay. Those are our thoughts. And we're going to talk more about the age thing, but those are our thoughts besides that on Marion's Christmas Wish by Carla Kelly. Um, and we would love to hear from you on our Facebook page, our Goodreads group, our Twitter, which is at NotYourMomsRom, or you can email us at NotYourMomsRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. Um, on March, on January, March, on January 8th, we will be discussing Attachments by Rainbow Rowell, which is a book that I just read, and mainly we're reading it because I loved it and I really want to talk about it with mom. Um, so for now, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about how much we hated the age difference in this book. <laughs> 
Um, welcome to our little break segment. Uh, for this episode, we thought we would give a little movie review on the Passion Flicks adaptation of The Trouble with Mistletoe, which is the book that we actually discussed in our last episode. Um, I got mom a Passion Flicks subscription for Christmas because I'm an awesome daughter. Um, and so we watched it together and, uh, full disclosure, we watched it while we were babysitting, uh, my 11th month year old niece and mom's granddaughter. So there were some distractions taking place, but mom, what did you think of it as an adaptation? And I did have to cover her eyes a couple of times. Yeah, there were a couple of times where we were like, Emmy, you're oh, <laughs> too young for this. Cover your ears. <laughs> cover your eyes. Um, but what'd you think? I liked it. It was fun. It was a very good, uh, Adaptation, I mm-hmm. felt. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I don't know that the production quality was, yeah, you know, award-winning. Yeah, but uh, it was fun. It was fun to see something that we'd read brought to life, and it was fun to see it um, so close to the book. It was very close to the book. Yeah, that's because um, I've seen at least one other of their movies that their original movies that they've done and they are like spot on with I mean there are some things that we pointed out when we were watching it that I think they have to change just because of copyright things with movies and things like that um but uh yeah they're very true like uh this one and the other one that I've seen were like word for word in most places um there, uh, there are some things that I think they cut out just because they're references to, like, other books and series and things like that. But, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty dead on. Yeah, it was... Um, there's a couple... Remember I pointed out she wasn't quite as quirky in the movie as she was in the book. Yeah. She did wear the Harry Potter... She did wear the Harry Potter pants. pants. But yeah. a lot of her other t-shirts and things that he yeah, would comment on, on yeah. she didn't have. But uh, it was really cute. It was well done. It was fun to watch. He was very cute. Um, and they go for it with the sex scenes. They do. They do. There wasn't a lot of nudity, but... No. But, but they, like... And we... I mean, a like, Hallmark movie, this ain't, which I realize right. Mom is not familiar with, but Hallmark movies, they don't kiss until, like, the very last scene so of the movie. So we were like, oh, they're headed to the roof. This is happening. <laughs> yeah. Roof sex Roof now. sex. <laughs> and roof sex takes place. Um, yeah, but... A little more comfortable up there than it is described in the book, but... Yeah, yeah, because uh, in the book the they're just like on on the on ground. <laughs> yeah, and in the book and the movie they have like a couch up on the roof, and I'm like, oh, that's convenient. <laughs> a couch on the roof, <laughs> a friend's esque of you for all the roof sex that needs to take place. Um, and yeah, production quality is not like stellar, but I don't think I think it's pretty not bad. I mean, I've I've seen definitely worse, especially with my job. Um, and, uh, what else was I going to say about it? Um, I also just like that there's a company that's making adaptations of these books. I mean, I wish that they could do historicals. I realize that that's like a different, uh, beast, especially, uh, funding wise. That's going to take a lot more, but, um, but I think they're cute and they do a good job. And I think like any book, any fan of the books is going to like the adaptations just because they're well, so and the true. The story took place in San Francisco and they did a lot of filming in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, there's a lot so. of like on location that, I mean, and we are pretty familiar with San Francisco and like you can tell they're in San Francisco, which was cool. 
Um, so yeah, so if you enjoyed the book, uh, I would recommend checking out the movie just because it is so very true to it. Um, so check that out and we'll talk to you next time. We're back to talk about a facet of historical romances where we are fine with some historical inaccuracies, um, and that being the age of girls that would that when they would get married. Um, so we've made it pretty clear how we feel about the age difference. I don't think I, this... I don't think I've stressed this Mom, strongly enough. <laughs> tell me, tell me one more time. Um, so, and we've talked previously about you know things that we're willing to forgive in historical romances obviously this is not one um so what how do you feel about um because i mean i think it's probably a dilemma that a lot of historical authors have to kind of face well there's a lot of things that happened back then that were like unacceptable now yeah but just because you write a book about it you can't make it cute and charming in this day and age Mm -hmm. um like workhouses and, uh, you know, I don't know, slavery, uh, marrying your cousin, mm-hmm. all these kinds of things are things that uh, if you're a modern author, you can't write about these things. And, and there's no way you're going to make this come off as cute and charming. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, like a Jane Austen book where she talks about marrying your cousin. I get that because it was really a commonplace thing back then. Mm-hmm. But... If you're today an author... Today, and even she seemed to, like, have some... Well, I guess, like... I'm going to say she has some censure for it, but I think that's more in Pride and Prejudice, whereas, like, in Mansfield Park, they're full-on cousins, and they're the romantic interests. But anyway, okay, move on. Who would want to marry a cousin? I mean... Especially not my cousins. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, we love them. Yeah, but <laughs> as cousins. Yes, exactly. Um, anyway... There's just things that took place back then that I can't wrap my head around and enjoy reading about. Yeah. Especially, yeah, like from from our modern perspective. Um, Yeah. And I, even if, maybe I would be more okay with it in this book if they kind of like did more like, but this is so wrong, yeah. you know? And, but well, then that, then, that, 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 that yeah, wrong, I was going to say, but then that ends like a weird, like <laughs> forbidden thing to it that gets weird. Um, I think, yeah, I just, just changed the age. It, it wouldn't have been that hard. Yeah. And I know like we talk, I, I kind of make a joke about historicals that like every heroine is a spinster because all modern authors want their heroines to be, you know, 28 or 25 at least and still be spinsters. But she doesn't, she didn't need to be a spinster in this book. She could just be 18. Right. Or even, she could even have been 20 and it would have still worked. The whole story would have still worked. Just, yeah, just maybe her younger her, brother could have still been in school. Her older sister could have still been getting married. I mean, yeah. none of it put would have her changed. And put her in mourning so she's been a little sequestered, you know, like. Well, and they live out in nowhere. Yeah. They don't have a lot of money. So yeah. she's, I mean, there's everything, every other aspect of the story would have worked. Yeah. There's no reason for her to be 16. And a lot of it, I mean, 
because I work with young children. And I mean, my whole life is protecting young kids. Yeah. And the thought of a 28-year-old marrying a Mm 16-year-old just grates me the wrong way. Okay, here's a question. What if he was 23? Then neither one of them should have been married. (laughs) Okay, but like, would that have lessened anything in this book for because that was the other thing is he was 28 he had salt and pepper hair which they talked about a few times and like they make jokes that like oh it just makes him look older than he is and he's really like young at heart and things like that um but what was that sound (laughs) um but yeah no it's it still wouldn't have been okay because it's still illegal i mean like in our country i know it would be illegal for a 23-year-old to do anything with a 16-year-old. And that's why it's hard for me to wrap my head around. I think around. I maybe would have, like, it would have bugged me less. It still would have bugged me. But for him to be 12 years older than her, he's almost twice as old as her. I know, but that's what I'm asking you is if he was younger, would it have been any better? It would have been a little better, but it still would have bugged me. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at as well. I'm just curious. I just can't. I can't do it. And I get it. I mean, um, in fact, I was just watching a documentary the other day, and it talked about how there just really wasn't a teenage age back then. I was re- it was about the Revolutionary War. But um, they were talking about how you went from being a child to being an adult. adult. Yeah. And there, really, there weren't really teenage years back then. They, they just, you know, you went from one stage to the next. And... Um, and I get all that, and I understand all that. And that's fine. I understand that that was the time period. I, I know enough about history to get that. But it doesn't make me want to read about it in a book and think it's sweet. And I might have even um, I might have even been okay with it if she was... Not okay with it. It was a little bug me. But if she was 17 and people were like, she's young, but, you know, it's, it's, she's almost it's a 18. marriageable age. Yeah. And... Um, at least but, by 17, they've had their come out, usually. Yeah. But I think just because, like, this was young even then, <laughs> it made it, like, weirder. Right. I realize it happened, but it doesn't mean that, like, modern readers need to be okay with it and right. I don't, be willing to And like, that a modern author it. needs to write about it. Yeah. The, um, but I even have problems with, you know, the 35-year-old and the 18-year-old, which is also comes up same, quite a bit. And it's the same age difference. Yeah, it's or just, worse. Yeah. Um, so I even have, because that's another one where he's almost twice as old as her. Um, anyway, we just read a series of books where the guy was old and she was young. And it was, um, I'm never going to remember the name of the series. I, but, I don't know which one you're talking about. Um, anyway. It happens frequently, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I really, I have a hard time with it. It's a little easier for me when she's at least 18 or 19, but, because I really had a hard time with the 16, but um, even then, when he's like 35 and she's 18 or 19, that's, I don't know, I have an issue with that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, the, and I think that one bugs me less just because I know it happened and it was pretty commonplace back then. But the fact that this wasn't even commonplace really is, I think, what bugged me the most about this one. Yeah. 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 Even everybody there was like 
Boy, like, she's young. She's you. young. Like, <laughs> maybe think about that. Yeah, she's smart and she's cute and all these things, but yeah, she's a child. Yeah. Yeah, so that was... And I think, uh, I think most... Because this is the first one that I've read that's this young. So I think most modern authors kind of feel the same way and get that and write accordingly. And it's kind of like you said, like even other issues um, besides this age thing um, that were pretty commonplace back then, I feel like they still address in a way that makes it clear, like slavery and uh, child labor laws and things like that. If they talk about those things, it's always very clear that like the heroine and hero are against it. Disagree with those things, right? And so... I think the fact that, like, the characters that we're supposed to be rooting for are the only two people in this book that are like, but screw it, let's <laughs> do this. Well, and even, like, um, homosexuality, when it comes up in these books, it's always yeah. the peop- the hero and heroine are always okay with it. Yeah. You know, they don't think bad about it. Let them do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Which is was a very uncommon yeah. feeling at that time. Yeah. And um, so there's lots of things in these... I mean... And there's a lot of laws that have been made for a reason because it's creepy yeah. when a 28-year-old wants to go out with a 16-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how you really feel, Mom. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's kind of where we fall on that, in case we didn't make it clear enough in the first <laughs> segment. Um, so thanks so much for joining us. Uh, again, if you would like to join us for Attachments by Rainbow Rowell in two weeks on January 8th, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or you can find us on Twitter at NotYourMomsRom, or on Facebook or Goodreads, or email us at NotYourMomsRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. Uh, thanks, Mom. This was fun to like, actually do it with you. Yeah, it was fun, it's Ellen. Fun. And I didn't even slap you. Yeah, that's first. Um, okay, so... <laughs> All the abuse you've gone through in your yeah. life. <laughs> so we'll see you next time. Thanks.